Today is Fear Not, Not Friday. Friday, and it is Cold. October the 21st, <laughs> year of our Lord, 2022. This is Daybreak, and it is live with the Nesbitts and Josh and Charles. Oh, wrong way. <laughs> and minus and Megan. Michael. Minus Megan. Well, good morning, Saints. <laughs> It's good to be here. Now, you know, when you look at the weather, they say, hey, it's going to get down to 40 degrees. Well, it's 33 degrees outside here right now. Maybe 32. That's Michael. It's not me. Okay, good job. <laughs> so we're going to try to sing a song if you won't do that anymore. <laughs> called The Pilgrim. Tomorrow. <laughs> This is called The Pilgrim. It's one of our old songs years ago. Yeah. 
first heard singing that song, none of the kids sang with us. That's how old that song is. That's how old that song is? <laughs> Any, would you like any of you like to say anything to the brothers and sisters online? They want to be a pilgrim. Yes, it is. Ain't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What a good day this is. I hope you are blessed today, brothers and sisters. God is so good to us, and we don't belong here. This isn't our home. We're pilgrims, we're ambassadors. We are just passing through. We're on our way to another place. An ambassador is somebody who represents another government. Not the government of the place that they're in, but their home government. And they're in a foreign land, and that's what and who we are. Well, today we get to Revelation chapter 11, starting with verse 15. Today we're going to talk about the seventh angel sounded, which is the last trumpet. We're going to talk about this. It is beautiful. It is beautiful, beautiful. So it is called the third woe. Remember, there's three woes. What we got to yesterday, verse 14 said, the second woe is past. What was the passing of the second woe? The resurrection of the two witnesses. And they watched them go up into heaven. And the earthquake hit, 7,000 people were killed, and the scripture says this, now the second woe is past. Now what's amazing about this, and here, this is what we're doing, you say, what kind of Bible study is this? And maybe you're just tuning in today, and maybe you, you're not keeping up with it, and you know, some of you guys, uh, and I praise the Lord for any time you check out Daybreak, some guys just watch one or two days a week, and that's cool. But today, as we're uh, studying this, one of the things that we're trying to do, that I'm trying to do, is say this is what the book of Revelation spells out if you take it just like you read it. We're just taking it like we read it, as it says, taking things in their apparent context and what it seems as though the Lord is saying without changing anything. So we get to verse 15. We're going to read to verse 19 quickly. Here we go. Then the seventh angel sounded. Wait a minute. Let me get over here and see if anybody's on chat. Boom. Love your puppy dog hat, Sarah. Laura says. Good morning, Brother Bobby. Love you, brother. Zoe, you're here. Oh, we miss you so much, Zoe. Jeff, all right. Thank you, guys. M Melissa, here we go. Verse 15. The seventh, then the seventh angel sounded, and there were voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders, remember them, who sat before God on thrones, fell on their faces and worshiped God. And here's what the elders were saying. We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come because you have taken your great power and reigned. The nations were angry. Your wrath has come. The time of the dead, listen, that they should be judged, that you should reward your servants, the prophets, 
and the saints and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. Then the temple of God was open in heaven, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. And there were lightnings, noises, thunderings, and an earthquake, and great hail. Okay, with mistakes maybe that I've made, that is reading verses 15 through verses 19. Now, the time has come every day on daybreak since we have been having daybreak Bible study. We end how? By saying the Lord's Prayer. Jesus said, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Huh? At least for a long time. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, when we get here to Revelation chapter 11, verse 15, this is what is said. The seventh angel sounds. Now, remember, we looked at, at the end of yesterday, we looked in chapter 10, verse 7, where he said, but in the days, plural, the days of the sounding of the seventh trumpet, he's about to sound the mystery of God will be finished. It's over. All mysteries are done. It, it's it's done now, and now God is God in the relationship of of the heavens and earth, the relationship between God and angels, and and all of that now is unveiled. All of that is taken aback. There's no more mystery. There's no more hiding, and all of the world is going to know who God is now. It, it's time, and here's what they said. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and His Christ. The fulfillment of this prayer takes place that we pray every day. Your kingdom come. We listened to a documentary yesterday that was talking about how the theologians like to say the kingdom is already, but not yet. So it's here in the sense of spiritual in our hearts and in our minds and in our souls and among the church of the living God. It's here, but yet... The full aspect of the kingdom is still coming, but one day it will come, and this is the sounding of the seventh angel. But look at what the elders are proclaiming. They fall on their faces when the seventh angel sounds. They fall on their face. They begin to praise God, and look at all the things that they say is happening. It's time for God to reign. His wrath is now come, you know, the wrath of God is coming. It's delayed at this time. God has not poured out his wrath upon the world since the days of Noah. Right? right? He's not done it since the days of Noah. He has judged at different times, but it's always measured. It's, it's always withheld. But now the time of God's wrath has come. Also, it's the time of the dead. What's that mean? Resurrection that they should be judged. We're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. It's time for rewards to be handed out. Remember the Lord said, you're going to have power over 10 cities. You're going to have authority over five cities. Where He's going to reward his saints. And that, it says saints here. You reward your servants, the prophets, and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great. Remember Jesus said, he said, when this time comes, he said, I mean, if you even give a cup 
Somebody gives a cup of cold water to a disciple, and Jesus said, in the name of a disciple, he won't lose his reward. Jesus so honors his servants that he says, you give somebody a cup of cold water in the name of one of my disciples, I'm going to reward them for that. Well, this is the time. It has come. Now, I put in the title many things. Where does it come from? The resurrection of the dead. Now, in the book of Revelation, John sees seven trumpets. Can I get an amen to that? Amen. Seven trumpets. The seventh trumpet is the last trumpet. Now, remember, we talked about this. God put these in succession so that we would know they're chronological. In other words, trumpet number one isn't blown before trumpet number four. You know, the trumpet, the first trumpet blows, the second trumpet blows, the third trumpet, the fourth trumpet, the fifth trumpet. How do we know, brother Scott? Because verse 14, it says, now the second woe is past. What does that mean? The sixth trumpet is over. And now it's time for the seventh trumpet, which is the last trumpet. Now we're going to read four other passages of scripture this morning. But let's turn first to one we read on day before yesterday. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Go there with me. And let's read this. Now, if you are a believer that the scriptures, yes, they're pinned down by men, but they're written by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. In other words, that the, the Holy Word of God is actually God by His Spirit moving upon His people to write down I believe in the inerrancy of the Bible. I hope you believe that, okay? If you believe that, then man, the puzzle pieces are going to start snapping together. First Corinthians chapter 50, chapter 15, verse 50. Here we go. Now this I say, brethren, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. In other words, this body I live in is corrupted. Okay? It's got to be changed before it can inherit the kingdom. Behold, verse 51, I tell you a mystery. Now listen to this mystery. Paul says, I'm giving you a secret. We shall not all sleep. Now, what he's saying is we're not all going to die. All of God's believers are not going to be dead when he returns. They're not all going to be dead, right? We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Verse 52. I'm in 1 Corinthians 15, 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. When? At the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. What did we read in Revelation? The time of the dead, that they should be judged. Right? The dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Who's the we? We are those who are not in the grave, that are believers that are alive at the sounding of the last trumpet. Now, I'm... I'm pointing out that Paul says last trumpet. Paul didn't say seventh trumpet. Paul says last trumpet. 
And I, I understand that. For this corruption must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruption, corruptible is put on incorruption, this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, or O hell, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, here's what we've read. This is a resurrection of the dead. Okay? The last trumpet. He says, at, at the, how, how long is a twinkle? At the twinkling of an eye. You say, I don't know, Brother Scott. Well, Brother Scott don't know either. But it's fast. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, he says, and here's when here's where Paul puts it, by anointing of the Holy Spirit, he's anointed to write, and he writes, the last trumpet. The trumpet will, be, will sound. The dead are going to come back to life. Those believers who are alive is going to be changed in a twinkle. They're, they're, they're not in this body. So if I'm alive, this old corruptible body is going to be changed just like that. Boom. That's what he's talking about. This is what we call the rapture. Okay? Let's read about it in another place. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Now, as you're going over here, I, I, I do want to understand that I, I, I understand that there's a lot I want to Express that I understand there's a lot of different opinions. But can I say to you, sometimes people make things more complicated than the Bible does. <laughs> Amen, Brother Charles? Amen. We were reading in Brother Charles's commentary in his Bible right there. He was showing me where he said in his commentary, it says, this is the resurrection, this is the rapture at the last trumpet. But then he read right there, and, and the commentary said, this last trumpet is not the last trumpet in Revelation. <laughs> We're like, okay, so there's two last trumpets? How do, how do you get two last trumpets? And how are they both the last trumpet? It's impossible. There can only be, listen to me, there can only be one last trumpet. The next to the last trumpet isn't the last trumpet. And a trumpet before the trumpets isn't the last trumpet. <laughs> First Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Verse 15. For this we say unto you, verse 15, by the word of the Lord. Now he's putting authority behind this. That we who are alive and remain, and let's say that this happened, this last trumpet was blowing, you know, Today, us, I'm, I'm going to really hone in on the last trumpet. You're going to notice that. <laughs> that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. In other words, the people who are alive are not going to be changed and go up to meet the Lord before they come out of the grave. There's no such thing as we're going up, but they're not coming out of the grave. This all happens together. The dead in Christ, oh, let's read it. 
for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, not in secret. I love you, not in secret. With a shout, with the voice of the archangel. We just read that. And with the trumpet of God. We just read that. And the dead in Christ will rise first. A resurrection. Graves burst open. Just like after Jesus come out of the grave in the book of Matthew, the earth shook. You remember when we read when, that the, there was a great earthquake? The earth shook. Okay? And people come out of the graves and appeared. People seen them. They, they saw saints come out of the grave. They appeared in the cities. That's in your book. It's in the book of Matthew, chapter 27, I think. Am I right, Brother Charles? I think it is. But they come out of the grave. This is the first time. It says the dead in Christ will rise first. The graves are going to open. Then, verse 17, we who are alive and remain in the twinkling of an eye, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. It's not secret. It's with the shout. It's with the voice of the trumpet. Which trumpet? The last trumpet. To meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. These words are supposed to bring us comfort. Praise God. Let's read another place, shall we? Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. Just like, just like the witnesses are laying dead in the street of Jerusalem and they come to life and everybody sees them. And remember what we said? It is The scripture says that the remnant goes, uh-oh, and they turn and they give glory to God, those that are left in Jerusalem. At that moment, he says, okay, second woe is passed. Now the seventh angel sounds. And when the seventh angel sounds, the mystery is over. The revelation of God comes with the sound of a trumpet, with the voice of the archangel. The sign of the Son of Man now comes. And what's going to happen? Now, let's go back to Matthew 24, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man. Then, excuse me, then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. What's going to happen when he appears? Then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. Everybody, every tribe. Uh-oh. It's not now. Now we're not. What Jesus is saying this isn't just Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. That's where he initiates. That's where the resurrection of the witnesses are but no the lord is coming in the cloud he's the cloud rider the lord god rides the clouds and he's going to go around the earth and every eye will see him listen then shall appear the sign 
the Son of Man is going to appear in heaven. All the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see. Who's they? The tribes of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. No, there's not going to be any question. There's no more mystery. It's over. He's taking over the world. And he will send his angels. What are they going to do? With the great sound of a trumpet. And they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. And it's just saying from all over, east, west, north, south, he's going to get his elect. Why? Because it's the time. It's the time from one end of heaven to the other. And I know that people say, well, God uh, doesn't, God will never let his people see tribulation or have tribulation. That's not what Jesus said. Matter of fact, Jesus said right the opposite to his followers. He said this, and I did not look it up. I can't give you the verse, but Lisa, I'm sure will. He says, in this world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You see, we have trouble in this world. That's a false gospel that people are teaching, that, oh, you get saved and you never have any trouble. That's just not true, okay? We get saved and we're going to be with God forever, and our soul is saved. And this body still has to die, though. This death's still going to take this body, right? Come on, we know this. But we do not and will not experience the wrath of God. What, Lisa? You will have trouble in this world. Is that what you Yes. In this world, you will have tribulation. It's John something. I, I, yeah, I could tell you that. Yeah, good. Uh, John 16, John 16, 33, Jesus said to his followers, In this world, you will have tribulation, trouble. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You see, the Lord never said that we won't have trouble facing the demonic principalities and powers. Matter of fact, the church is called to confront the demonic. We're called to rescue lost souls from the power of the wicked one. That's why we preach the gospel. So people will be saved and they'll move out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And we want to get the gospel to everybody we can. Okay? But once the seventh angel sounds, now comes the time of what is called the wrath of God. And those who believe are delivered from the wrath of God that is coming. We will not endure the wrath of God. Sure, we'll have tribulations. We go through trouble. But we will not endure the wrath of God. Can I get an amen? amen. We will not. Now let's turn back to Revelation. Sure, baby. We're a little over. All right, you know, you were reading in First Thessalonians, and uh, the last line that you read was, therefore, encourage one another. With encourage, comfort one another, Tell yes. One another. All right, well, if you go on into five, which there again, remembering there were no divisions in the original letters, um, it goes on to say, now, y'all just need to read it. Read chapter read five. 
chapter 5, read Thessalonians, because it comes on down, just what you just said, in 5-9. For God has not destined us for wrath, Amen. but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Amen. And again, the admonition to, in 11, therefore encourage one another. Encourage one another. And build one another up Amen. just as you are doing. Now, when you come on down to the final instructions, it says, we ask you brothers to respect those who labor among you and who are over you in the Lord and admonish you and esteem them highly in love because of their work. Be at peace. Among yourselves. Amen. Be at peace among yourselves. Amen. Uh, we urge you to admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. Do not repay evil for evil. Seek to do good to one another. Pray without seasoning. Give thanks in all circumstances. <laughs> That's good, baby. Right here. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus Amen. for you. Amen, amen, amen. That's some good stuff. So what's so important about that, and we will close, we'll wrap this up saying this. The seventh trumpet begins to sound, and that is going to open up what is called the seven bowls of wrath. In these bowls are, are filled up the wrath of God. Amen. Seven, when the seventh trump sounds and we are come on around here. Well, when the the, the the whole point of that is yeah. that when the seventh trump. Because I look silly just sitting here on the screen while somebody yeah. else is talking. That, that when the uh, seventh trump sounds, that's before the wrath comes because God hasn't intended His wrath for those who believe in Him. That's so right. we're going to be changed and be out of that. Oh. Let's see, the tribulation's already passed. We already went through that, the, yeah. the tribulation. Immediately after the, the tribulation, right. That's the point. Amen. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Search these things out. Look, have a high view of Scripture, okay? I love the Bible. I love the Word of God. I know I don't understand it all, but my goodness, I want to believe what it says. And I, I, that's the whole point of daybreak. Get in the Word. And just learn what it says. And we can love everybody, and I love opinions, but I'd rather just believe exactly what it says. And it really helps me out to believe that. I trust it. I trust God's Word. I trust His teaching. And I thank you for being here. I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope it's been encouragement to you. I want to say have a great weekend. Shabbat shalom to every one of you out there. Go and assemble in church somewhere. Listen to someone preach the word of God. Amen. Listen, to, assemble together. And get some rest. And get some rest. Remember, where two or three gather together in the name of the Lord, there he is in the midst. So he has said, when you gather together, that's a temple of the Lord. His presence will come and be in our midst. So be sure to do that. Love you guys. Let's say the Lord's prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Ah, love you guys.
See you next week. <laughs>